0: Welcome to Movie of the Year, the only podcast with the science and the screaming to determine the best movie for any given year. I'm your host, Greg. This season on this show, we are focusing on 1997, and tonight's Movie of the Year movie is Men in Black. And here are my three personal best friends and men in black, Ryan. Hi, Greg. Mike. Hello there. And Taylor. That's me. That's my name. Yeah. We just like to get together as pod pals and talk about some of our favorite movies of some of our favorite years. And also, I give them points and decide who's my best friend at
1: the end. Are but we... Yeah, a normal way to hang out. Are we about to have someone sweep a season? Did somebody win... Ty- who won Titanic? Besides the iceberg. <laughs> I think you know, Ryan. Was it wasn't me? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I'm on the precipice of greatness here.
0: Yeah, dude, you're some, you're about to do something unprecedented, something not even done by Pop Filter Hall of Famer Mike.
2: Look, you all get into the Hall of Fame in different ways. Sometimes it's winning every single episode. Sometimes it's just by being the best goddamn dude. Everybody knows.
0: What about <laughs> me? What are some good things about me? Uh, you always asked that question, Taylor. Uh, I'm a big boy. Is a big boy. Hey, okay. Which I always appreciate. And here's a free point. Taylor. And you know, I just—I think you're a special little guy. Okay. That's <laughs> and I'm always glad to have you around and talk about some movies with you. That I, seems demeaning. No, 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 no. I like you. That seems, seems like you're talking down to me. I don't want to use the words eye candy, but I think that that is. But I think that's part of it. Because we're do not you, sponsored by Apple.
2: Do you think <laughs> I make-a-wish kid? ever just thinks they're hanging out with LeBron James because they're both pals, and it suddenly dawns on them why they're there? Because it's weird to see this happen in real life.
0: Oh. Wait, What does this mean about how the course of my medical treatment's going, Mom and Dad, now that I'm looking at LeBron James? It's so
1: weird LeBron was stoked to come and tell me I was cured and will live forever. Thanks, LeBron. You're going to teach me how to outrun cancer? Can I be in space, Jam too? Well, you will be in space soon, kid.
2: Oh. When
0: When Men in Black came out in 1997, what was your opinion of it back then?
1: At that point, I think I was just uh, just like channeling through Blockbusters so quickly. I don't even know if it like left a mark. Yeah, uh, this was a movie that got me uh, like- grounded, for <laughs> <laughs> uh, grounded for a week. Grounded for a week.
0: Grounded for a week because uh, I was I think six years old when I saw this movie. Okay, uh, and I was at daycare and i had seen this movie and so one of my favorite things was we were sitting on some swings and i was like a little bored and i was like what's a fun thing to say I was like man this is some bullshit <laughs> quoting will smith and then immediately
1: the kid next to me was like i'm going to tell i was
0: like no dude what are you going to what are you doing See, Can I do that <laughs> That's weird
1: cuz i would think that your quote from men in black from will smith as a little kid would be the noise that he makes every time he shoots the the little cricket gun Pew! ow
0: <laughs> I my only like memory of this movie at all is that there was like a talking dog in it, and man, wa- watching it again, why isn't this movie more talking dog? The, the talking dog is so little of the movie. Were you getting so little with a great
2: cartoon that was mostly talking dog? Okay, yeah. do you guys? I, I kind
0: of remembered there was an animated series. It ran for like four or five years. Yeah, but they I watched a lot watched of
1: it. every episode. They pulled a Ghostbusters then of everyone loves Slimer. So we'll just make the cartoon all about the guy who was in the movie for like five minutes. Yeah. Uh-huh. The, the little... dog and the worms. <laughs> There's also, uh, I realized watching it this time, that a lot of my memories of
0: Men in Black are actually from Men in Black 2. Oh, yeah? <laughs> <A far laughs> or Johnny Johnny Knoxville. Film. Yeah, I was like, "Well, hold on, where are all those like little dudes in the locker?" <laughs> and
1: where's the Balchinians?
0: Where are the Balchinians? America is crying out for more Balchinians. I believe the big alien
1: race, in this one was R. Kellyans, which that's that's a <laughs> whole new thing this time.
0: <laughs> that's a problem. We do not like them. Well, we are gonna d- dive right into this movie, you guys. We're gonna get in there. We're gonna analyze every element of it. From stem to stern. But before we do that, we are going to take a little road trip. Mount Rushmore! The Great Earthquake of 1992 opened a huge fissure in the earth and from it poured out Mount Rushmore. Uh, It has been slowly falling apart ever since and it was finally destroyed earlier today by... President Trump in a fit of partisan rage. But from the ashes will rise a new monument, of course, not to four busted ass presidents, but instead the 1997 Ghostbusters. Now, when we talk about the 97 Ghostbusters, Ryan, what do we want? What are we looking for here? I
1: think what we're looking for, Greg, is a movie full of stars, and it's like half comedy, half blockbuster, yeah. which makes it really weird to do on this particular episode. Yeah,
0: we don't mm-hmm. have any frame of reference for like a big action comedy. Yeah, like genre. Full of stars. Um, a galaxy of stars. But basically what we want to do,
1: we want to pretend that uh, uh, Billy Murr, Danny Axe, uh, Egon, those were all the biggest stars of their day. Yeah. So if they were going to remake Ghostbusters in 97, who would, who would sell the most tickets?
0: Who would they choose? And again... Our movie gives us that we watched for tonight gives us absolutely no guidance. And there's and nothing we can is, do. There's yeah. no way to
2: help. At pugs? All. Are we just doing pugs? It's like, just going
0: to be four different pugs.
2: And Tony Shaloub is the little guy.
0: And Tony Shalhoub. This movie could have used more Tony Shalhoub.
1: We can always use more lube. <laughs> and then, as we. Uh, as we know with Ghostbusters, we're going to cast the four heads, and then we're going to do the Rick Moranis of course. at the end. You Goes without to have, saying. You
0: have to have a Rick Moranis. Of course. Uh, there's five heads on the actual Mount Rushmore, so of course there's going to be five heads on our Mount Rushmore, Wikipedia. Okay, Ryan. Yes. It only seems fair that we to let Taylor go first. Taylor, yes. who do you think should be in our Ghostbusters of 97 and on our Ghostbusters Rushmore of 97? Obviously, Will Smith needs to go on here. What a good answer! Obviously, Will Smith wow. has to be in the
1: Ghostbusters of 1997. Taylor. I got to baffle him. Never I got to put him right. Yeah, that's <laughs> crazy. I'm baffled because Taylor has never gone first and gotten a point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very, I'm very bad at this game.
0: <laughs>
1: I couldn't imagine
0: having. This movie, A Ghostbusters of '97, where you didn't have at least one Will Smith. If yeah, we, yeah I mean Gemini Man. Has Nowadays, taught us we can have multiple, but uh,
1: yeah, now with the technology we can have as many Will Smiths as you want. And don't like don't come at us screaming like recency bias. If we had done this. Uh, segment while watching Titanic we would have picked Will Smith yeah. yeah it's 97 I have historically I think nominated Will Smith for the uh, Pop Filter hall of fame twice wow
0: at this point so I think Will Smith can do anything so you have an axe to grind is what you're saying I do
1: he's gonna go on this mountain he uh-huh. may not be in the hall of fame yet but he's on this fucking mountain the problem is you bring him up as an actor but not a rapper and when men in, in well, black we get both
0: uh, well yeah I bring the him best. up as that all the time
1: also big Willie style
0: A lot of this movie, his hand was where his hip
1: was at. Right.
0: But we didn't know to fear that. Yeah. We didn't know to fear that. We thought we (laughs) wanted to see that. (laughs) We thought that was an okay thing. Mike, do you have some beautiful actor or actress to put up on this mountain?
2: Yes. I think uh, in 1997, we had a few-year run of just fucking Jim Carrey greats. 96 Liar Liar came out, which was, we didn't know then, the beginning of the end. But we had not yet been burnt by Me, Myself, and Irene.
0: How dare you. That's good movie. That's yeah, yeah. a good movie. Me, Myself, and Irene is great. Get out of here.
2: Okay, fun with Dick and Jane. Uh, it's...
0: Oh, when the crowd turns against you, it's so hard. I revel in
2: it. <laughs> but I, I think Jim Carrey has to be in the Ghostbusters of 1997.
0: That, you know, he's definitely a comedic actor. He's very funny. He's big at this moment. I'm going to put him on the baby pile. Oh. I'm, I'm going to see... I don't know. You don't see him in many like, ensemble pieces. I'm wondering, can he just be another one of the guys? You know, He was never in those Ocean's Eleven movies. <laughs>
1: yeah, you, you know, know... That's, oh, that's I'm, the am <laughs> The thing, the thing I'm always saying about Jim Carrey <laughs> is like, but he was never in Ocean's <laughs> Eleven movies. That's a really Taylor. good point, Taylor. The other problem, too, is that if Jim Carrey's hand... Was where his hip? Yeah, we have no idea how to feel yet. Like, yeah, good, bad, we don't know yet. And
0: who's to even say where his hip is at? That right, point, exactly. Right? Could be on the ground. <laughs> that guy's so cuckoo. <laughs> There's just no way to tell. Ryan, who do you think should go up on the pop filter? I was going to say Jim Carrey, but uh, I
1: <laughs> I know my audience. I know '97. I know Will Smith was clearly the first slam dunk. So yeah, maybe we need to take a step back and have some comedic actors, some brilliant actors that can shine, but give Will Smith his room. It's ninety-seven, folks. It's Brendan Fraser. That is our second Ghostbuster. Yes,
0: definitely. Ryan, I can see it right now. I'm feeling it. Uh, Brendan Fraser, charming,
2: sexy one.
1: You know, Will Smith is in the movie. Mike, he is all oh, yeah. of them.
0: I assume Brandon Frazier is going. Unfortunately, we're going to have to make him the dullard.
1: Right. Yeah. Even though we have a lot of evidence that he's not dumb and that he's like a fine actor. But I think '97 had his fourth or fifth movie where he played like a caveman or jungle yes. person. Yeah. So he's used to that.
2: Look at those eyebrows. Of course, he's a fucking idiot.
0: Oh, uh, you know, maybe he could be like someone who was left in a hot car for too long, or maybe
1: somebody that fell skiing. I'm not sure. I just love how the, the late 90s gave us both types of Fraser, like the smart <laughs> and the dumb.
2: I want to watch them together. It's like
0: the tossed salad and the scrambled eggs. scrambled the eggs. <laughs> Taylor, I'm yes. calling on you again. All right. Who do you want to see up on this mountain, buddy? Well, we've already got Will Smith in the Ghostbusters. We do, yeah. So, you guys, everyone understands you can't do Will Smith again, right. right? I
1: feel like a lot of people are trying to use the yes. esteem of Will Smith. So, uh, Gemini Man is 2019. <laughs> we don't know about it yet.
0: So, Will Smith is already in here. I'm looking for the chemistry on this Mount Rushmore Ghostbusters. Okay. It's going to be Will Smith. I, w- <laughs> I want Martin Lawrence on the Ghostbusters. Both okay. of the bad boys? You- both of the bad boys and both comedians.
1: At this point, Martin was doing Martin. Uh, Martin. Which I watched every day when I got home from school. Do you know what I was thinking about just this morning? How come in living color never had a skit called Martin Lawrence King Jr.? Don't you think that would have been perfect? It might go a little something like this.
0: (laughs) And then it's just like, beep, cut. (laughs) The following bit was cut for content. (laughs) And we're back. Sorry about that. Ryan has left the show, everybody.
1: Here's the thing I sort of want to bring up gently, and I'm just going to blame you guys for bringing it up. We want to sell the most tickets. Yeah. Is that for 97? Too much ethnicity going on. No. Oh, I feel like you are
0: painted me into a real corner here, Ryan. <laughs> well, now I you feel, have to pick him. I feel like you absolutely painted. I'm going to put him on the maybe list just because I want to have a nice collection of maybes of white people. Just no, Ryan. Ryan. Ryan, be the fuck. <laughs> 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 real patchy episode you guys had last time. <laughs> Please stay tuned, Ryan. I'm gonna I'm gonna go to you now, bud. Okay. Oh, is it Mike's turn?
2: I mean, you said you're the host, baby. Do whatever he feels right.
0: Okay, Mike, who
2: is it? Who do you propose to put up on the mountain? I think we got to remember the roots of the Ghostbusters and where so many of them came from. And remember, in 1997, Chris Farley wasn't dead yet because he died in December 1997, and I think he would crush in this ensemble and totally bring a fat guy in a little Ghostbusters proton pack and make everybody chortle.
1: It's true. Chris Farley, his star power, um, brought the movie in 97, Beverly Hills Ninja... Almost $20 million in box (laughs) office receipts.
0: But
2: Dan Aykroyd wasn't fucking famous.
0: Anytime you have to preface it with, and he wasn't dead until later that year. Oh yeah,
2: December. which means he could still be alive. I thought somebody's gonna <laughs> be like, oh, he's dead in '97, but no, well, they film in '96.
1: Well, I, also they fight ghosts. They fight so ghosts. Side, dude. He good. could yeah. be oh, the new the Slimer. End, he turns the bad guy. Okay,
0: I, we're gonna put Chris Farley on the maybe list, but I think <laughs> we're gonna open up a new category of Slimer, and Chris <laughs> Farley is gonna be '97 Slimer. He was, he wasn't dead until the end of '97, but he was dead in '97. So I'm, I'm gonna. I'm going to let myself get away with this one. Oof. <laughs> okay, Ryan. This is the last pick, and then I'm going to choose from my delicious stable of maybes. This is it? This is it. And then
1: I'm, I'm slamming the door on this whole segment. Oh, fuck. Okay. All right. Um, I am going to go with, uh, I think, the most talented, most famous comedian of the time that we all still love and happens to, in addition to, have a vagina. Let's get a girl on here. I think that the third should be Lisa Kudrow. Lisa Kudrow? <laughs> Lisa Kudrow. Crushing TV. In the Ghostbusters. Yeah. In the Ghostbusters. At this time, uh, has a hit movie of the year called Romy Michelle's High School Reunion. True. heard of it and made more money than Beverly Hills I Ninja. <laughs> which it says on the poster. Of all... But <laughs>
0: Of I agree that it would be nice if we had a woman on the on the team, but is it Lisa Kudrow? What about I was thinking Sandra Bullock? Nobody yeah. picks to Sandra Bullock. I can see Sandra. Honestly, she I could, could slay in this.
1: I can see Courtney Cox being a better Ghostbuster than Lisa Kudrow All right. for some reason. I'll accept the conversation. Oh, now we're tra- about fucking Sandra Bullock, but Courtney Cox? Yeah. She Courtney... could slay a
2: ghost if it fucking tried to dance. Oh,
1: uh, excuse me. She was in all of the Scream movies. That are ghost-free, bud. That was a mask the entire time. Did oh, not fuck.
2: This is how Taylor finds out it's not a haunted house series.
1: All right, so here's what so I'm going to do. Fantasy. I'm going to do the only thing I think is fair,
0: which is I'm going to look over the maybes, including Lisa Kudrow, and select the final two like main positions, and then we have to go to the very special Rick Moranis round. Where you each give me a potential Moranis. I'm gonna say I'm putting Jim Carrey on the team. Because we're trying to get yes. we're trying to get butts in seats, and Jim Carrey gets butts talking, if you know what I mean. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> you do. And then I think it has to go to my suggestion, Sandra Bullock. Um, yeah, Sandra Bullock was the clear choice, and nobody made it but me. I think we can all <laughs> Who agree. Who was Jim Carrey? I want to give my Jim Carrey point out. That, that is you, me. Mike. Black. You are getting a point. And, now and then we- I did back that
1: like that pick up afterwards
0: when I said like it should be Sandra Bullock you were like yeah Yeah, and
1: yeah all the points that got points I backed up you also
0: backed up oh well then of course Ryan Ryan is gonna get a point for that support That's an assist. I I also have David Spade written on my list, and I didn't say it. So is that worth a point?
1: You know what? Now we're just read. Are we allowed to read our list now?
0: I think that is a point. I think not saying David Spade was definitely worth a point. You didn't
1: say your perfect Rick Moranis pick before we even got there. Yeah, I forgot we were doing a. We have to do the Rick Moranis part.
0: Taylor, who do you propose? Hey, David Spade. I think David Spade would be a good. I just just gave you a point for not saying David Spade. Well, you know what? Take it back, buddy. Take it back. Remove the point. I I can't remove the point. You can give me and Mike one. can, fine, yeah, can give I, us even out. Okay, that's what yeah. I will do. Can I, re- can I replace my pick Ryan. instead? Okay, sure. Elijah Wood, who cares? <laughs> it's 1997. Elijah Wood. I think he would be a good Rick Moranis.
1: Hot of the north. <laughs> Elijah yeah. Wood's one-hour special. Elijah Wood, who cares? <laughs> Elijah Wood,
0: who cares? <laughs> All right. Mike, do you care?
2: Yes, I care very much. In, in this era... We didn't know how great of a dramatic actor he could be. We just like, that guy looks kind of funny, and he's kind of funny. Steve Buscemi would crush the Rick Moran. As oh, well.
0: oh, wow. Steve Buscemi. That's a very strong pick. That is, he's I- worked
2: with Brendan Fraser before.
0: Yeah, it's so funny. We just thought of him as like a little weirdo that would be in the background of movies yeah. and not like one of our Speci- big weirdo stars. Specifically, like if Adam Sandler did a movie, there would be one homeless guy and that uh, would be Steve Buscemi. They would cut to Steve Buscemi so you could be like, this guy's face is kind of fucked up and yeah. then they would cut to something else.
1: What season of Moody does it go, like what's the perfect year where uh, the first one is Adam Sandler and then the other three are just all his stupid friends that are in every movie? <laughs> that would be awesome.
0: 2000. Ryan, yes. Who is your pick for our
1: Morani? Okay, so I want him to be nerdy, but I want him to like also give some. I I want him to be a real character, and I want him to be comment. I want him to be like uh, I'm like
0: USA brother. Characters welcome. Exactly
1: USA. I want him to like burn uh, notice. (laughs) Be the person who uh, grabs the audience by the hand and uh, presents them into this world. Is commenting all all the time. Uh, He did have a hit movie in '97, but in the meantime, he was the king of all media. Howard Stern should be our Rick Moranis. <laughs> that is a very clever choice. I'm not getting that
0: Moranis energy off. Oh, me, and though. he's wearing glasses.
1: Whoa. Whoa!
0: Stop the presses. Hang on. Let me start my sentence over again. You know, I think it has to be Steve Buscemi, right? That was yeah. a that was a great that was a, pick. that was a dynamite pick for Mike. I I hate to give props to anyone else. And of give course, him. of course, our Slimer will be the ghost of Chris Farley. Of course. <laughs> Farley's butt R.I.P. R- big buddy. Your pants are falling down in heaven now. Ryan, <laughs> redo us our Ghostbusters.
1: Uh, your 97 Ghostbusters are Will Smith, Brendan Fraser, Jim Carrey, my God, me and 97. <laughs> I can't wait for this. Sandra Bullock, our uh Rick Moranis is Steve Buscemi, and our slimer is Chris Farley.
2: Hooray! They need to make this movie now. This is amazing. <laughs>
0: This is still... I, I do believe Chris Farley's ghost is still available.
1: If, if you look at this cast, they could easily make this movie now. Like, all these people are on hard times.
0: Get them while they're cheap. When we come back, the first of our conversation topics. Uh, 1997, a time when we believed proof of extraterrestrial life would cause a stir. Of course, we know aliens are real now, and we're like, yeah, the Blink-182 guy said... But in 97, we thought, oh, there is probably like a whole government thing to keep aliens a secret because it would blow our minds, idiots. Everyone in 97 was such an idiot, which is probably why we all slapped our bellies and ate this garbage movie up to the tune of over half a billion dollars. God, we were so dumb. So dumb like this movie, but also kind of sweet and innocent like this movie. Will Smith is doing his thing. The aliens look really good. There's a song about the movie right at the end of the movie. All the guns look like toys, and folks, this thing comes in at just 90 American minutes. Gentlemen, I ask you this. In addition to Will Smith, the movie stars Tommy Lee Jones, Vincent D'Onofrio, Linda Florentino, Rip Torn, Tony Shalhoub, that talking dog that Tommy Lee Jones shook the shit out of. (laughs) Who among them delivers the greatest performance of the movie? Vincent D'Onofrio. Taylor, yeah. Was that a stupid-ass question? I'm sorry. No. Thought
1: somebody might say the star of the movie, Will Smith. I could not pay attention because that's the first time, Greg, that you ever hosted by leaving the studio, sitting out in a meadow, and just, like, staring <laughs> off into the sky. <laughs> You're, that was some good deep thinking right there. <laughs> I love that pe- little paragraph you just recited.
0: <laughs> well, you know what? Right. Compliments. Vincent yeah, D'Onofrio
1: <laughs> is... An easy answer. It's an answer. I think he does a great job. And it's very strange now because Vincent D'Onofrio is the sort of actor that, like, you forget how many things you've seen him in. (laughs) And, like, so you'll watch him as Kingpin in the Marvel Daredevil show. And you're, like... Doing a pretty similar voice. This guy's pretty good. I like him. I can't believe I've never seen him before. Oh, wait. I've seen him 20 or 30 times.
0: Yeah. He's he's definitely got, like, before Tom Hardy rose into, like, A-list here, anytime you would see Tom Hardy, he's like... Oh, who's this new young buck? Because he just he just looks different in every single thing that he's in, and that's Vincent D'Onofrio. In this, Vince he D'Onofrio
2: looks, is the fuckable Tom Hardy. Yeah.
0: In in this, he just looks like shit, and that's a fun well, thing for him.
2: I didn't. I
0: thought, like, how's he doing? I'm dumb, okay? I thought, how's he doing that weird face? Uh, it turns out they were like, had taped his face up all like crazy yeah. to make it do those yeah. things. But that's why you might not recognize him. And
1: the other reason, like, that that's a good question is because uh, CGI was not involved. And yeah. that's very strange for us because this movie used practical effects as much as possible. I think that it is sort of like a transitionary movie where, like, there is CGI. Like, that yeah. giant bad guy cockroach at the end was not a practical, real-life right. cop. Uh, uh, supposedly, they made a practical one,
0: and we're like, let's do CGI. <laughs> uh,
1: and then you might see, like, uh, when it's a close-up on his, like, hand punching someone, that might be practical. But, like, this is the movie that says, look, CGI's coming, but we're gonna do it uh, practical as much as we can. And Vincent D'Onofrio... Right. And he looked fucking good, didn't yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he? Yeah. It he looked, was disgusting. He looked
2: so good and zombified, and the way he moved, I think, was fucking phenomenal. He looked like a Cirque du Soleil person dying.
0: I read that he, like,
1: Put braces on his legs, yeah. uh, to, so that he like couldn't bend them. That's uh, what it is. It looks like he was somebody in a car accident. Like, uh-huh. and he's got that neck brace thing too. Like he only moves yeah. as if he's wearing a neck he, brace. He, he
0: really, whenever he walked, he reminded me of like a character that would be on. I think you should leave with Tim Robinson. <laughs> like, uh-huh. like, like, like there, there's some sketch somewhere out
1: there where Vincent D'Onofrio has had an action. He's like, ah, I got, you gotta help me, buddy. And anytime, I love the part that anytime he interacts with somebody like normal in the movie, which the movie does not really have. Like yeah, everybody's yeah. weird in some way, but <laughs> it's New York, baby. All right. Uh, anytime he does, people look how he's dressed as, like, a farmer, and they're like, oh, yeah, this is this is how farmers act. Yeah. <laughs> this is how
2: all Okies is.
1: <laughs> they're just, like, like, dripping, like, melting sort of weirdos. There
2: is a
0: part where someone's like, well, yeah, he's a
2: farmer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: okay, so I guess he wins the crown, but let's talk about Will Smith. Okay. Because I feel like Will Smith is doing a lot in this movie. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But is he like a little bit too much in this movie? I th- I is, think he's got like a ninety percent batting average. Yeah,
2: which which is the Will, S- the Will Smith of the nineties way. Uh, but he's tra- is it he's is he doing a lot or is he like this is like really cementing his he's never going to act but he's going to be Will Smith so well in so many different projects. Right, which is yeah. why he
1: kept like he was just after the nineties right. he was just like scrounging for the Ali's. so um, like he could yeah. prove uh-huh. like this is not me. But it does a lot of time feel like um, the script would say. Will Smith does Will Smith here. Yeah. And I think the batting average is actually, like, 250. I just think that we forgive Will Smith for a lot of his transgressions. And he's trying
0: to do something in every cutback to him, which in one way (laughs) is, like, laudable, but in another way is just, like, just chill a little bit. Like, not every single shot of you has to be its own discreet joke.
2: A triple spit take? Yeah. I think the,
1: the times that Will Smith works the most is times where it clearly was scripted, like... Uh, trying to uh, fill out his test on the first day of training, uh-huh. or the auditions, and then yeah. moving the table over—that could have been other actors. They happen to cast Will Smith, and it feels very Will Smithy. But when they just cut to him and he's like, oh no, man, I'm Will Smith." That's what like it gets a little tiresome.
0: I I see Ryan. that I see that point, but I will say I think he could have scaled it back a little bit, and it would have been fine. But I think without all of those cutbacks, people wouldn't really care about this movie this much. Because he is trying to make every cutback a a jiffable moment. If we had those at that time, like so many people just remember when distinct moments of this movie. When you strip, a, yeah, when you strip away Take the it. batting average metric and look at it instead at like what are some of his greatest dunks right like he does have like five or six lines in this movie like the when he jumps off the bridge and says it just be raining black people like mm-hmm. it, that's such a such a funny like or, yeah. natural line and, and even that is like, a will smith line yeah and
1: that's like a punch line even when he's like i make this look good that was like iconic yeah you know? and i sure. could see that not being in the script either
0: yeah
2: that should have taken over i'm the king of the world oh. cause It's perfect, and everybody can actually say it more often, and it's not tired. That's true. Okay,
0: let's move on to Tommy Lee Jones.
1: So this is the actual crown winner, folks. This is bigger than Vincent (laughs) D'Onofrio.
2: I think he elevates the the Will Smith batting ad is remembered higher because Tommy Lee Jones' reaction to him. It's either, I'm doing the bit with you, or I'm going to have like an exhausted, suffering head nod at you. He makes everything funnier, and he's so loose and deadpan. Batman Forever made us think he cannot do comedy because it's gonna be big and bad. And this taught us, no, just make him tired like, like he always is, but fucking hilarious and commenting on everything around
1: him. Not like uh, like not comedy, but like big budget blockbusters. You would think after Batman Forever, and in a movie that, you know, we are all split on. It's very polarizing. Some of us think it's wonderful, some of yeah, us that's think that's it sucked. It's uh, a good movie. He was like, he was at points bigger than Jim Carrey. And yeah. I thought that he would be done forever, but instead he said, I'll do another blockbuster, but I'll play it TLJ style. And it was fucking perfect.
0: Apparently, based on my research, he fought really hard to like get to bit on the jokes. And he really wanted his character to be funnier. But uh, the director, Sonnenfeld...
1: Barry Sonnenfeld, yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, Was like, no, you have to play everything straight. I want you to be like Leslie Nielsen, basically. And Mm -hmm. I feel like Tommy Lee Jones won on a couple of the scenes, and he actually had to play in the bits. But the director is right. It works a lot better to have one of these guys just act, first of all, really cool. I think Tommy Lee Jones does a good job of seeming very cool in this.
1: Whereas Will Smith is... We're supposed to think is cool, and is trying so hard to be cool, but it's freaking out. Elevates yeah. Tommy Lee like, Jones is cool. When when I was a kid, I wanted to be right. Will Smith. Watching
0: it now, I'm like, fuck, I want to be Tommy Lee Jones yeah. in this scenario.
1: And it's important to note that like uh, this is a buddy cop movie, but every buddy cop movie in history is. I I can't believe we're working together. I hate that we're working together. In this one, Tommy Lee Jones chose Will Smith. And so instead of being like, your fucking generation, swear to God, he's just (laughs) in the back, like leaning against the wall, watching, and then we get his face. Yeah. I really, I, I genuinely think. This is the best TLJ right. performance. It's better than Fugitive. It's better than No Country. Like, this is fuck it. Fuck you. I'm okay. serious, dude. Uh, uh, okay. A fuck buddy cop you. movie
2: where they actually respect each other and like each other makes it way more fun to watch. Right.
0: It does. It feels like that old guy who hangs out at the barbecue store in your hometown. And... Where you go buy barbecue? Dude, you're the only one that's fucking from Texas. <laughs> oh, Come on, okay. the barbecue store? Give we me a We just call break. that the store. <laughs> okay, so yeah, he's, he's the guy from the barber
1: shop. All right, fine. Wow. No, fuck you guys. Wow. Barbecue stores are good. So did you have barbecue stores where you all hung out and yeah, Well, the i bar- shop?
0: I'm, I'm not what? joking. The barbecue store was next door to the barbershop. Fucking Texas. Gonna-
1: <laughs> Take five minutes off of being Texas, please.
0: But he, he's like that guy who is just like, a, he, he, when he was 20, he was the fun cut up. And he just never really grew up, but he's uh-huh. old and just kind of tired. So you
1: think that he's like a crusty dude. But he's like, yeah, this is fun. My it? face is just
0: craggy. It's not who I really
1: am. And like, <laughs> yeah. uh, not jealous. Like, he doesn't hate the the future generation and he's not jealous he's not that guy who's like i'm i'm cool like you kids he i think he genuinely enjoys sitting back and watching the fuck ups being a mentor like i think that he likes it right
0: and And, you know he he knows what cool really is he's cool in a different way than will smith is but he
1: doesn't deny that will smith is cool right he just sees it's a different style which is important for somebody in that generation especially a white person to say i see how you're cool too for sure i also
2: feel like this is the
0: character that is Closest to how I imagine actual Tommy Lee Jones in <laughs> real life. Like, I feel like in all the others, he's doing Taylor. more acting. This is just like if Tommy Lee Jones was like 11% more Tommy Lee Jones. Uh-huh. <laughs> Mike.
2: <laughs> yes, I agree. I love Tommy
0: Lee Jones. <laughs> Mike also loves Tommy Lee Jones. When we come back, well, no, actually, before I'm done with this, there's somebody else I want to talk about. I almost forgot. The um, what's the female actress's name? Linda, Linda Fiorentino. Fiorentino. Linda Fiorentino. Okay, she does a good job in this movie. Where did she go?
1: She okay. So that's complicated story. Uh, uh, a year or two before this movie, there was this. Uh, independent movie called The Last Seduction. Okay. Uh, I think a John Sayles movie that she fucking owned and shot to fame and then used her fame to be in Men in Black. Okay. And then after that, she used that to be, starring Dogma. And that's one of the worst performances I've ever seen. Yeah, dude. Uh, in Last Seduction, she's like the new Marilyn Monroe, right. Sharon Stone, like just like sexy time uh, seductress. Here, I think that she's okay. There's two stories. One, she was so awful to work with, she got bounced. The other story is, she would not hook up with Harvey Weinstein. Right? I mean, okay. Which yeah. one do you guys believe? Any, yeah, because that's watch the Ashley thing. Ashley Judway.
0: Now, when you watch anyone from uh, movies of this era, and is a, that a, disappeared. a very talented female actress suddenly disappears, you're like, oh, shit. Like, yeah. she's one of the victims of she's all She's also a weird... Like, I did some Googling on her, and A, the first thing that pops up when you start typing in her name is autocomplete, is auto-complete dogma. Uh, <laughs> also, she won this part in a poker game, but C, no one knows... the <laughs> like ex- survival guy? No one knows exactly how old she is because reports differ on whether she was yeah. born in 1958 or 1960. She seems like an enigma of a person.
1: <laughs> but she's not... She doesn't Damn. look or act like the typical actress you would jam in here to like do almost nothing except for look hot, you know? Yeah. Like
2: and I think she elevate because that it is like before everybody's like, Gothy girls are cool, she has a dash of that. She feels uh very open with being flirtatious. Like it, like she has this distinct personality and does a lot with the script gives her fucking dog shit. Yeah. And she does she has a memorable enough role in that. And it's her. It
0: does feel like when she turns to Will Smith is like, You wanna see something weird? It's it seems like she's either going to show him something very cool and scientific uh-huh. or she's going to show him how like she fucks dead bodies. Like her energy is all over the place
1: and yeah. I love it. That's yeah, yeah, like she has to keep that part interesting because the writers did not. Did you guys buy at the end when she became what, like, who was supposed to be the star of yeah. Meta Black 2?
0: Yeah, I did, because uh, she, there's a couple of, both Will Smith and her, before they know, like, the truth, do a pretty good good job of handling seeing the stuff, and then mm-hmm. they're weirded out by it, but they kind of do accept it. She, like, accepts aliens very, very quickly, yeah. and she's, like, not, like, a totally normal person, so yeah. I
1: really did buy that. In the morgue, there was no reason to pull Tommy Lee Jones out of that scene, except to have those two work off of each other.
2: Mm-hmm. They're vibing, and, and it shows, like, she – I think because she's on the fringe because she's already working, in the more she sees weird shit. But it also movie hints at that she's discovered aliens a bunch of yes, times yeah. and let people know.
0: <laughs> she keeps figuring that right. out and then getting her memory erased. Well, when we come back, we are going to have a segment that is recasting the podcast. We're going to go. we got to leave. Uh, it's going to be some new people from 97. But you can only hear this if you are a Patreon listener. If you are not a Patreon listener – Man, rethink that choice, because you are ridiculous, and everybody, when you were not around, says you are ridiculous. When we come back. Trivia. You know what that means, everybody? It's time for trivia. Wait until I've gotten all the way through the end of the question before answering. What do Al Roker, Isaac Mizrahi, Danny DeVito, and Danny DeVito all have in common? Ryan. I'm going to say Ryan. They're aliens? They are all aliens, according to this movie. Right. They're all up on the big board. The little ball Jay accidentally sends smashing around Men in Black headquarters is said by Kay to be a practical joke from the great attractor. Who or what is that? Taylor. Taylor. It's a gravitational anomaly in the actual uh, universe. It, <laughs> you're so smart, Taylor. Taylor. It is a gravitational anomaly, and it is in the actual universe.
1: I was going to say, if you're asking Greg, it's Taylor.
0: It's you know what? That's true. Uh, Taylor. There's another one for my special little guy. Tommy Lee Jones agreed to be in Men in Black after he was promised what by Steven Spielberg? Ryan. Mike.
2: Final editing cut.
0: Not final editing cut, but that's a very fun answer, and I love how confident you were,
1: Ryan. Uh, to star in Schindler's List too. Listen Get it up, Shindy. <laughs> Taylor. Not, not that.
0: Taylor. If uh, he could, like, wear blackface. Oh, God. <laughs> you guys. You had to top mind? I'm really trying to. <laughs> Since Mike, Mike said the least offensive thing there, I'm going to give him the point. Uh, Steven Spielberg had to promise Tommy Lee Jones that the script would get better. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it gets oh, yeah, better. We're, we're going to make this better. We promise. Isn't Tommy Lee Jones, like, a big fan of the original comic books or yeah, whatever? Yeah, he's like, you totally didn't capture the tone of the original comic book. Um... Who in this movie hated being covered in slime? Ryan. Mike. Ryan. Tommy Lee Jones? Incorrect. Taylor. Mike. Taylor. Uh Will Smith? Will Smith. Tommy Lee Jones actually said he didn't mind, but Will Smith did. Like a cowbirth. After the movie's release dates, sales of what tripled? Ryan. Ryan. Ray Bans? Ray Bans! Very good, Ryan. Ryan. From one name checked in the rap. Yeah, from one point six million to five million. Damn. The Predator Two Ray Bans. Uh, who, oh. who here has seen Predator
1: Two? I've I've seen every Danny Glover movie. Yeah, <laughs> Ryan, the whole Glover verse.
0: What had to be counted at the end of each day of filming to make sure none were killed? Taylor, Taylor, cockroaches. The cockroaches. The cockroaches. <laughs> uh, yeah, the humane society was like, "Hey, gotta not kill." But apparently, they didn't mind that Tommy Jones just absolutely shook to shit. A real <laughs> yeah, nice dog. A real dog. That was that. That was that real dog. Like that was not like a, a doll or something. He shook the crap out of that real dog. But it
1: was a fighting dog. It was a pugilist. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it sure was, Ryan. Ryan. It was apocalyptic. God damn it! John Landis was offered the chance to direct, but declined, saying he thought the film would be what? Taylor. Mike. Taylor. A piece of shit. No,
2: Mike. I was gonna say a piece of shit. Uh, For- too good, Ryan. <laughs> How dare you, Ryan?
1: Uh, a flop. He
0: Taylor. Said, he said he thought it was gonna be Blues Brothers with aliens.
1: Mm. Oh. <laughs>
0: how do he feel about this decision later? Ryan. Taylor. Ryan.
1: Apparently okay because he made Blues Brothers 2000.
2: <laughs> Did it have aliens in it?
0: <laughs> that is not correct. Taylor. Taylor. Upset that he couldn't also kill some people on this
1: shoot. Oh, God. Another Steven Spielberg produced movie.
2: <laughs> Mike, do you have a guess? Uh, Mike, he, he regretted it because he loved it so much. It's his favorite movie. He watches it every Christmas. Uh, you got the first
0: right. part of it right. <laughs> he, he felt bad. He's like, oh, I should have directed that movie. It made half a billion dollars. What book was David Cross's morgue guy reading?
1: Taylor. Taylor. Bugs? He was not reading Bugs. Ryan? Ryan? The only better cross in the world, the Bible.
0: Not the only other better cross in the world, the Bible.
2: Mike, The Mike? Seven Effective Habits of Highly People. It's.
0: <laughs> that's it. That's right. No, it was Atlas shrugged. Oh, I have weird. a fetish about what movies or what books people are reading in movies, and he was reading Atlas shrugged. That's a weird pick, David Cross. Is that supposed to mean that we're not supposed to feel bad when he dies? I
2: think so. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, he is a needless Damn. dick to Farmer John.
0: I think you are right, Taylor. Uh, is it true that, quote, we can evade reality, but we cannot evade the consequences of evading reality? Taylor. Ryan. Reality? Taylor? That is true. That's true. Taylor. Taylor, do you know who said that?
1: Carl Sagan. Ryan. <laughs>
0: Not Carl Sagan.
1: Is it Ayn Rand? It
0: was Ayn Rand! <laughs> ah, shit. You just said an Ayn Rand quote was true, Taylor. Uh, <laughs> oh, he said my. that on the podcast on uh, Ayn Rand, and you think altruism's bad. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. That's that's my new thing now. My new thing is that I love Ayn Rand. <laughs>
1: and your old thing is anytime you step into something, just run with it. That's yeah. your new theory. <laughs> The crowd not liking Taylor's heel Oh, yeah? You're going to boo me? Well, why don't you just be way smarter than
0: everyone else and take your ball and leave when they don't give you handouts? Fucking... Debate him. Debate him. (laughs) The weaker class. What video game series is based on interrogating the ideas of Ayn Rand while also beating tweakers to death with a wrench? Taylor. 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 Bioshock. Bioshock. Very good, (laughs) Taylor. Bioshock. You guys remember when the Bioshock demo, demo dropped for the 360? Taylor. Taylor. Uh, yes, I do, because I didn't have a 360 at the time, so I had to go to my friend's house and play it, and I was like, whoa, I can't wait in, like, 12 years to be able to play this fully. Yeah, dude. That is the exact answer <laughs> I have right down here. <laughs> That demo was crazy. I have never played a demo as much as I played that one. That was better than the actual game Bioshock that came out yeah. later.
1: Do you guys remember the time in your life where the only reason you had certain friends was because they had different video games? Yeah, dude. Oh, yeah, yeah,
0: dude. I had many important Sega Genesis <laughs> friendships in my life. That's the most beautiful thing you can have, man. Always you have
2: shitty, a- selfish kids who scream at their parents. <laughs> you,
0: you have a Sega Saturn? We're best buds now.
1: I I, I I was a Sega family, and then my mom got remarried to a kid with a Super Nintendo. Nice. And we were just like, yeah, no, fine, do it. Like, we yeah. don't care.
0: You guys had, like, a five-minute version of the Step Brothers movie. <laughs> did we just become best friends? Yup. Uh, how much did you guys love the big taste of Men in Black
1: cereal? Ryan. Ryan. I thought it was not as good as Men in Black 2 cereal.
0: Okay. R- who else liked Mike. Big- Mike what was
2: in the Men in Black cereal.
0: Taylor. Uh, I didn't like the Pugmellows, but Uh, other than that, loved it. All right, well, Mike Mike is the only one who wins. Uh, Who answered that they know what that is, like deceitful fucking liars, because I just fucking made it up a second ago? Taylor. Taylor. It was Taylor. It was me, yeah. It was Taylor. I did that. Good job, Taylor. (laughs) Uh, Can we get one of those huge fans they had in the entrance to their base, you know, like for when it gets really hot in here? Ryan. Mike. Ryan.
1: Uh, I Are you sure that you want it? Because we're going to get the biggest eerie infections you have ever seen. Like, we're going to have cotton in ears all the time.
0: Ryan, I am sure that I'll take care of it every day and polish it. Can we please get this big fan?
1: All right, let's get our first fan. Guys. You heard it. You heard it, everybody. I legi- legit know where to get one of we those. We are getting <laughs> that
0: big fan, and it's going to be so cool and nice in here, and I can't wait, Ryan said. Can
1: we tie streamers to it so that we know it's working? Yeah, well, you want to yes. see that it's working.
2: You won't know it's working without the streamers.
0: Yeah. You'll also be able to snipe better from a long distance because of the wind. Very good. Oh, good. This movie features Orion, a certified quality cat. Everyone give their honest opinion of cat videos as like a genre of the internet. Ryan. Ryan.
1: Ryan. Uh, bullshit created by Hitler and the devil. Uh, Mike. Uh, the internet would not be around
2: still today without cat videos. Taylor. They really made it go mainstream.
1: Uh, it reaches the highest of
2: highs and only a middling low.
0: All right. Well, that one goes to... <whistles> And Taylor, and who tied for best answer, but Ryan, I'm sorry, what you said was disappointing. We've all grown stupider for having lived, listened to your answer. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. There's no way. <laughs> there's no way he will do that. If, if there's a God, he's absolutely going to give you the tombstone pile driver as soon as you get to heaven, all the way down into the deepest parts of hell. When I get to
1: heaven, all I'm going to hear is, get her done, toilet flush, and then I'm done. <laughs>
0: God's just going to be a big cat and he's just <laughs> going to push you very slowly off the side of the cloud. And finally, if one of my cats had a galaxy on her collar, which would it be and why? And also give that cat a compliment, Taylor. Ryan Taylor. Um, Artemis, because I feel like she has the ability to hold that weight on her
1: gorgeous neck. Wait, uh, Artemis from the start of this run of the gang. I don't know what that's West, I don't know Jim what that West. Is.
0: Taylor, let's get answers <laughs> from both from both Ryan and Mike here. Mike, why don't you go next?
2: Uh Mike says uh Athena, because she seems more celestial than Artemis, and she, she, she's such <laughs> an adorable, hefty little cat. More she,
1: celestial.
0: Very true. That's very true. Okay, Ryan, can you do better than that?
1: Yes, I can uh it will be Athena. And the galaxy she will have is Galaxy Quest playing at any time you point her at a wall, she will project Galaxy Quest so we can all watch and sit around and be as fat as she is. <laughs>
0: I don't know if that's a compliment. I'm not even (laughs) sure what that is at all, but Taylor gets it. The answer is, of course, Artemis. Artemis is the hunter of Greek mythology. Orion, also the hunter. So, uh, and uh, she's very tiny and cute, and her face gets so small. That is it for trivia. When we come back, one more scintillating question. What, if anything, does Men in Black, the 90-minute action comedy based on a comic book say about the thorny issue of immigration?
2: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it starts off with a mule crossing people from Mexico into America. And, a coyote. A coyote. And I think the way Kay handles the cops there, it's saying, worry about the actual problems. These people are fucking not them. And you're really capturing all the innocent people when you're looking for one Bad seed, maybe.
1: The way I Uh, sort of remembered it was that they figured out that aliens from space and aliens that come into the country have the same name. Yeah. So can't we make a joke about (laughs) that A word? I think it's a little more than that in that scene. Yeah, like uh, Tommy Lee Jones is really working overtime to be like, no, I love Mexicans. Who cares? Get them through the border. Yeah, the lines are drawn pretty clear. Border patrol, your job is stupid. But then I think it gets a little more complicated when um, the alien – space alien, runs away, and if they do anything wrong, they do anything that you did not ask them to do, Yeah, we eviscerate them. Oh, yeah.
0: Absolutely gat you in front of your friends. Was that alien a danger? Explode you into streamers. Well, I mean, he was going to kill that dude. If he escaped, they said he was going to start like a civil war. If he were like to get loose, that would start a whole intergalactic civil war. I think another thing that's weird about that scene is uh, Tommy Lee Jones is standing up talking to the guy and the guy turns around and runs and he turns to his partner who has been pushed to the ground and he's like,
1: get him, Zeke. (laughs) And then that guy has to like get himself sit (laughs) up and with a gun. Tommy Lee Jones has a gun in his hand and he's just saying like you better get him otherwise you're too old to do and he clearly was that is the oldest person that has ever been dude yeah but still because
0: Tommy Lee Jones is supposed to have been around
1: since the beginning of the organization
0: this dude is 50 years older than Tommy Lee what did they do hire this guy when he was 87 yeah that dude has been on the force for two weeks he's seen a lot of shit yeah, it is Benjamin weird. Benjamin Buttons, then? That, yeah, that's a whole Benjamin G- Buttons situation. It is weird how they just, they get that guy. And also, then later, like, they very freely restrict the movement of all mm-hmm. aliens. And they basically spy on all aliens and, on uh,
1: Earth. And it's almost, it's closer to mafia than government. Like, we'll let you do your thing. We'll uh-huh. let you run your shop. But at any point... Uh, we can come in, and you have to do us a favor. And if you don't, it'd be re- a real shame if we blew your head off. Yeah, dude. Like, yeah. That. go.
2: How he deals with Tony Shalhoub, like that. But yeah, it's very—it's the superhero mutant registration acts from Marvel. It's <laughs> do your thing. We love it. We love that you're here, but you better only do exactly what it, t- it has no belief in real freedom. I it, guess
1: the big question would be, did the aliens know that that was going to be the rules coming here and then decided to anyway? Yeah. Or are they landing here thinking that like this is a new land and then being put through all the shit that no other white human is being put through?
0: It feels like a very like pre-9-11, uh, where, like,
2: l- borders don't matter,
0: everything's fine, just as long as you, you act right. But acting right is a very like American, you have to do things a very specific way. Yeah. Tommy yeah. Lee Jones
1: goes full American. When uh, he goes to like he treats uh, those four aliens who were clearly supposed to be like the uh, uh, the Madagascar like yes. future mascots, you know, like the four skinny ones. And like, well, you're sort of my friend, I guess. But I do control your life and you have to do everything I say. And then when they go to leave the world or America, he's like, you fucking traitors. I gave you everything <laughs> that I decided you should have. Right. And now you're leaving me.
2: It's so interesting. They're so upset that, like, it feels like they're all either put upon or anger the aliens that they are there to help are on Earth, but then they get so mad at them when they're all trying to leave. Right. Yeah, uh, because Not just the worms. When they're saying, they're like, look, I'm going to leave. What the fuck? This,
0: when tied in with the conspiracy theory stuff, depicts a government that needs to make decisions for us, some of which are very harsh and which they never have to explain to us in any way. And then those two things, they kind of add up to, like, a very uncomfortable and not sort of, like, super explored idea of what the men in black are and what they do. Because a lot of the time, it almost seems like they are, like, the small town ideal of, like, the local sheriff. Uh Just, like, running around to the people that they know and be like hey, how's it going? Like, they have a personal relationship with all yeah. the aliens It's like, hey, Chip, how's it going? How's your, how's your wife doing? You have the kid yet? Like, uh, like that's a little bit of it, but also... You got all three arms because you're an alien? It's weird. Yeah, but well, also we'll they have, like... Report. They also have, like, <laughs> executioner powers yeah. over things. Like, it's it's like if Barney Fife was also, like, walked around with a black hood just <laughs> yeah. every now and then. Yeah, that's
1: like, they're the sheriffs, but then it it has or is about to take the next step, which is minority report. Like, we're going to yeah. pre-bust for yeah. and and then the next step after that, and they might already be here, is we do so much good. Can't we do a little bit of evil? Like, Can't yeah. we just like sort of mistreat people because of all of the things we're protecting?
0: I believe that these people should be able to sneak into America. But I believe that running away from me is an offense <laughs> that could get you shot in the back and
1: blowed up. Because one, you're doing uh, – I did not tell you to do that, and you're doing it. And two, what are you saying about you want to leave America? Uh-huh. Fuck
0: you, dude. <laughs> America, love it or stay in it forever. Also, aren't they a little free and easy with those flashy thingies? Oh yeah. I mean, yes. Jay feels pretty uncomfortable with that, but clearly Kay is just like, oh yeah, I'm flashing ladies all the time. Whoa, Kay hey, buddy. Whoa, that's my job. <laughs> but yeah, he's clearly Linda Tortellini. He has clearly <laughs> erased her kicks. memory like mo like multiple times. Mm. And, and because that makes her, I think, kind of okay with aliens.
1: Well, she yeah. says the perfect thing that, like, uh, or he says the perfect thing that, like, if you dabble in science but you're not a scientist, you just say, like, well, we don't know it's bad yet. We, <laughs> yeah. have, like, we don't know yet. <laughs> yeah, I was
0: like, give me the clinical studies. You, you don't know. This could be the new vaping. <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> we simply don't know. <laughs> Listen, kids. Vaping's cool, okay. And now we found out it's dangerous. That's double cool. That makes all it right? cool. It's dope as hell. Do it while you're on a skateboard. Go out there Not- and vape with your friends and flash your teachers. All right, that's what we're saying. That's
2: what we're saying. more badass than track tubes.
0: <laughs> well. <laughs> speed round Uh uh-oh you know what that means Uh (laughs) Uh (laughs) uh-oh it's time for outer space it's time for our patented speed round does too much of this movie's humor rely on in jokes about new york a little bit there's a lot of like oh yeah that's why we had to put it in queens or like hey staten island's gonna blow up oh that's a good thing hey new york no one fucking cares, man. <laughs> my,
1: my, Nobody and that, fucking cares. That is true. We were allowed to say that in '97, and <laughs> yeah. like, we weren't like bonded with <laughs> you. Um, but I think that the the inside ones, like I don't know what Queens is and why that's weird. Those uh-huh. go by fast, and then the big ones, like. Uh, Will Smith saying, "Oh, every alien drives a taxi." Yeah, that's like national enough where we can like sort yeah. of get that joke. I did. I, th- I did it's think racist, I, but we got I it. I do think I read something <laughs> that
0: said like the director originally the script was supposed to be th- all of this takes place just in like bunkers yeah. around the country, and he was like, "No, let's make it all in New York." Yeah. Plus, I'm already there, so yeah. it would be really nice my for
2: me. Cruise there, my dad's
0: there. <laughs> it's got all these great locations. I'm gonna but give.
2: I, I think any sort of like setting it in an actual one place. So either you're from there and you get the very specific jokes, or you're not and they go by pretty quickly.
0: Yeah. I just they hit them so I feel like personally they hit them so hard, and just like, okay, New York, like get over yourself. And, oh, Queens. Yeah, Queens people are weird. Like, oh yeah, you get in like King trip. of Queens. That's why we had the Paul Blart World Fair there. Alright, idiot. Nobody cares. But I am gonna give the point Ryan. to Ryan. Does this movie have too cavalier an attitude about firearms?
2: Yes. Of course. They're shooting them like <laughs> motherfuckers. You know he, he thinks it's hilarious to give Will Smith the tiniest gun, and Will Smith freaks out, and at no point does he go through like gun safety yes. training or how to shoot this. Yeah.
0: They they never train Will Smith how to use one of these guns. The only time he is shown using a firearm is when he shoots that little girl in the forehead in the, in the very early <laughs> yes. training. But they never say, like, okay, this weapon looks small, but it's incredibly powerful. Even when he gets thrown backwards firing There's, it, he still fires it indiscriminately. And here's what I'll say, though. Tommy Lee Jones, for his part, even though he doesn't train him on it, he's like, hey, do not point this anywhere near me. You should know better. Uh, and whenever Will Smith is
1: firing it in public, hey, hey, you don't know what's behind that cover. Yeah. Don't shoot things that you don't know what's behind it. That's- also, after he finds out what the noisy cricket does, he's like, damn, that was big. I'm going to jump up on this car and just fire away Yeah, public. He does
0: floor. it three other times. He's like, buddy, come on. That's too indiscriminate. Blank. If I said that in many ways Men in Black doesn't feel at all like a movie that could come out today, does that sound like a compliment or an insult?
1: I actually, I like, I love the Marvel movies so much, but they uh-huh. are often complicato. And this 90-minute almost episode of a TV show uh-huh. was really refreshing. Like, this was an hour of chill out and tell some jokes, uh-huh. and then, like, a 30 minutes of barely thrown on premise. And maybe that was terrible then, but I loved it now.
0: Oh, Yeah. I, there was yeah. never a moment in this movie where I was bored.
2: Mm-mm.
1: Yeah, and movies don't have to be what fucking
2: Scorsese likes. It doesn't have to be quiet, <laughs> thoughtful, plotting. It can be just like a fun breeze. Let's eat some fucking popcorn. Let's get out of the sun for 90 minutes. Shut up, kids. <laughs> Let's, win.
0: Let's get out
1: of the sun for 90 minutes. When you're a kid, that's so much of movies appeal. Can you, you just f- get to go be inside. Imagine being Mike's kids. Like, <laughs> this all sounds fun, Dad. Why do you have to present <laughs> it like that? <laughs> We're enjoying a fucking movie as a fucking family. I fill out my pocket with batteries. We're going to whip them at the screen. <laughs> I put a bunch of shit On this fucking tree inside the house, and I bought you fucking gifts that you don't want. All right, enjoy it,
2: you piece of garbage.
1: Was anybody
0: else getting uh, crazy um, Beetlejuice vibes from yes. this? Yes. Oh, yeah. Hell 100%. Yes. What the shit? Do you know that why, intro though? That is ripped off. But Danny do you know why? Elfman. It's not just Danny Elfman. It's also Bo Welsh, the production designer oh. from Beetlejuice. When I saw the opening, I was like, this is fucking Beetlejuice, like with between the camera angles and like the obvious
1: use of miniature and stuff. Even the, even the font at the beginning yeah. is very uh-huh. Beetlejuice. But he
0: is the, he he was the production designer for both things, so that yeah, makes but
1: sense. That bug plus music was iconic in the intro, like that yeah. was borderline. Are you trying to rip off somebody? Like you're trying to set the tone for a director that you are not Barry Sonnenfeld.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and that guy married to Catherine O'Hara.
1: Oh, so a
0: film. Look at that. Good for, for him. Bo Welsh. Oh. Keep that in mind. They uh. met on Beetlejuice. Oh, good for them. Beetlejuice.com.
1: Oh. Beetlejuice.com for, com.
0: Beetlejuice. Com for all insight. your Beetlejuice needs. Does the film use cinematic shorthand to show character arcs like the growing relationship between K and J, the romance between J and Dr.? And Kay's growing disillusionment in an economical fashion or like a lazy and slapdash fashion?
1: I was always impressed. I was always, I was like, I remained happy about the short running time, uh-huh. the entire running yeah. time. <laughs> yeah. And so that may make me biased, but like, I was always impressed that they were like, we know that we need to do this. We don't, know, we don't think that we have to spend 20 minutes doing this thing. Uh-huh. Right. Uh, and we, we know that we can't ignore it. I loved it. Like we're, it's summer. It's a blockbuster. Yeah. Like, this is yeah. perfect.
2: And, and at this 1997, we're all familiar, like, this is full-on post-clerks. Everybody knows that this is how we communicate now is via cinematic language. So the J Bench scene we talked about earlier, where we don't need his backstory, he just is contemplating this. Kay gets one thing where he does a very, very technologically fast for 1997, zoom in on his ex. Like, it, all, they do it in one right. scene each. Now you know exactly how all these people are... Gonna go through the rest of their movie.
1: Yeah, and I mean, I can see how like that's the one part you're bored is the K zooming in on his like almost girlfriend or whatever. But uh-huh. like that, like that gave us the goods. That is what we need. It's not Marvel's not the best example of what this isn't. Transformers, yes, the best yes. yes. oh my god, which is right. none of these like shortcuts or anything. It's just complicated bullshit the entire time.
0: Yeah, what? and like really trying to sell us with long scenes of people going through this stuff instead of just. The like cinematic mm-hmm. shorthand that gets us there so much quicker.
2: Or they, they those kinds of movies have a character just say the thing once, like Kate at the end be like, Well, you know, I gotta leave, I'm too old. And you're like, but there's been no hints of this all movie? <laughs> you just know movies do that. I
0: think his face was a pretty big hint that yeah. he had gotten old. Yeah. It was craggy. I it was it was it was <laughs> craggy. Uh, shit. We've talked a little bit about Barry Sunfeld tonight. Um this is obviously his like his triumph, right? No. What is his triumph?
1: I would say he's made three better movies. Okay. Adam's Family. Okay, yeah. Adam's Family Values and Get Shorty.
0: Okay, yeah. Get Shorty would probably be the movie that, that most people like of his. But then he also made Wild Wild West. Right. And then he was, after that, was he just done as a director? I think so. It's yes. almost like a... That's a, that's a bomb. Dude. There's almost like
1: a succession sort of like business-like thing where like somebody has to be the patsy. Like yeah. When Wild Wild West comes out, we have to kill someone from the industry and he took the bullet.
2: It because was a lot of people's fault, mostly that insane producer. Yeah, it was the just producer wanted a big guys. Fucking spider! He the wanted guy a, demanded a, a, a big spider reveal.
1: He wanted a big spider.
0: <laughs> we have ta- We did talk about that on the ninety nine show. Yeah, right? that weird guy and his love of mechanical spiders. I just got one note. We need more <laughs> for every mechanical movie. Mechanical spiders. I just
1: read Entrapment out of Hollywood.
0: I am going to tabulate the scores, and when we come back, I will say who the winner is, and we'll talk about what we think the prospects for Men in Black are going forward in our competition. We are back, and I have tabulated the scores using Tablatron, my good robo-buddy. Taylor, you got 26 points. Yes, I probably won, right? That's very Good. Ryan, you got thirty three points. God That's very it. good. But Mike, you got twenty points, the least of uh, all. Ryan wins. Congratulations, Ryan! Really got to me. <laughs> uh, so obviously, Ryan, you swept this entire season. Uh-huh. Uh, you go out now into like th- sort of the off season. Still being best friend. Uh, I don't. I think this might be one of your first times experiencing that. Right. It's a long time. It's a long time in the driver's seat. But what do we think about Men in Black's prospects going forward? We've said some positive things about this movie. We've said some negative things about this movie.
1: We all like. There's movies in this bracket that are tremendous. Yeah. Uh. So you know. But I will say that like uh this. Movie viewing experience I thought was spectacular. Yeah, I really loved again the runtime, but also the mix of comedy. I did not remember this movie being as funny, Uh or even attempts at funny. Like, there's a scene where Will Smith is giving birth, or like helping to Uh deliver Uh an alien baby, and so a tentacle comes out and just like, and like that's not my jam now, but I bet we loved that back then. Yeah, for sure. This movie spends a lot of time on the comedy, and most of it is kind of good. I liked it.
2: Yeah, it's a goddamn delight. It, it, it is so nice to break from the heavy, like, oh, now I have to think about the human condition. Nah, no, what if we just have like, a good old time?
0: <laughs> yeah, and this movie, not only is it short, but it's got a lot of signposting in it that lets you know exactly where you are in the story, and that made it feel even shorter. And I'm so glad it was the last movie we did for this season because yeah. it, it was a nice palate cleanser. I think it's probably done all the damage it's gonna do i think it's probably gone as far as it's going to to go in this if i'm honest i like i think it could possibly in a stretch bet beat some of the other yeah. movies on this not list knowing movie. what the bracket looks like yeah. i don't
1: remember what it's up against Same. but i could see it moving past the first round into the second round like yeah I sort of have an affinity for it. It's a, it's Take a the whole movie.
2: goddamn thing down. 1997 movie of the year, Men in
1: Black.
0: So then, I guess my my last question about this would be: We liked it. It was good. It did all the all the things right. Um, why did the whole series just absolutely come undone and just become just f- a flop factory? I
1: think that when you look at the blockbusters that came after, uh, the Transformers and like to a certain extent the Marvel movies, I think with two, and I've heard three is okay. I sort of gave up after two and definitely with international. Um it's so riddled with notes from everybody yeah. trying to protect their investment. And this guy, this studio at the time, they were like, we have Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones. We'll be fine. Yeah. We don't like most people don't know this is based on a comic book, a yeah. Marvel comic book. And today that's all you would pimp. Back yeah. then we were like, we I think we cast correctly. Let's just let them do their thing.
0: Yeah, for sure. Well, Good luck to you, men in black. You were you were certainly fun to watch. As a viewing experience, I think maybe more fun than a fair amount of the movies. I just don't know if it has the intellectual heft to move, because we are such smarties.
2: But if one of the things we judge a movie on is, where does it set its bar? How does it clear its bar? Maybe it we'll do better next week. And that's like,
0: that's definitely part of our philosophy, is you, you get judged on what you tried to do this movie achieved everything it tried to do basically are
2: are some movies doing like triple sow cows off of balance beams and landing on their pinkies sure but this one is killing a somersault it's the best goddamn somersault i've ever
1: seen but isn't that lesson just don't try real hard and you'll succeed
0: well dude it's for four white guys of course that's our message (laughs) of course that's what we're trying to send out into the world well, Ryan, because you won, uh, I think what we'll do is we'll just kind of all head out and uh, let you talk to some random people that, that sort of walk by. Congratulations to you, and I'll see you in the off season.
1: I, I appreciate that. Um, um, it's going to be an awesome off season for me. I get to uh, be Greg's best friend for four more months, and that's going to rule. But before we go, I think that I should... I'm going to call down to the green room and get some help uh, in uh, having people give me... The advertisements for the week, and we are going to start off with uh, t- here to tell us about some websites is, of course, the one, the only Egger.
0: Oh, uh, it's me. I'm here to tell you about the specials tonight Bugs. The, okay, so Bugs is bugs. a Bugs, Bugs, always special.
1: Can I make you a drink, by the way? I've got a full bar. Uh,
0: here. T- do you have sugar water?
1: Like already made, no sugar water. Okay, like so, I should go and get that. Take for... sugar water, uh huh, and mix it with uh more sugar water. Okay, and then stir it, and then put it in my mouth. Okay, you want me to do that? Put it right in my mouth. Okay, so I'm gonna. Pu- this is the. This is the. Put first your whole
0: my... arm up to your elbow
1: in my mouth. Uh huh. Okay. This isn't a sex thing. <laughs> I know, Edgar. It almost seems like nothing is ever a sex thing with you. It's not no, not with me. I already have. Millions of children! Uh-huh. When was the last time you did have sex?
0: Uh, earlier today, full disclosure. <laughs> Who was that with? I, I did. Mrs. Edgar!
1: Okay. So Sorry. you're still trying to be a husband I and run a farm while you're trying to take over got the Got it to your duty. Very important. <laughs> Every day. Every single day you have sex in the morning before sugar water. Before sugar water. During sugar water. <laughs> after sugar. Sugar water. You're telling me that you had sex with your wife whilst drinking sugar water. It's a beer bong situation, it's easy. <laughs> like from a keg? Like is somebody lifting your legs up while you're yeah. drinking a keg of sugar water?
0: Listen, what I do in the privacy of my own bedroom with my good lady wife, this is none of your business. Okay, do you have any websites to tell us about? Yes, go to yourpopfilter.com. We've got everything there. Sugar, water, a cup. Or if you don't have those things, go to Amazon.com/slash-yourpopfilter, put in your basket sugar, water, and a cup, and then put that all the way in my mouth.
1: That's it. Thank you. Please leave. Please. I'm leaving. And as Take quick take as I can. All these bugs with you. I'll please. do normal human walking. <laughs> you are killing it. Walk, bud.
0: drag, walk, drag, walk, drag.
1: <laughs> that is not how we walk around here. But uh, here to tell us about other shows that we have is Steve Buscemi's dentist. Perfa Minerfa. Oh, hello, I am Perfa Minerfa. I am dentist. Yes, you are a dentist. Where did you get your degree? Uh, I got degree from uh, your mother. Okay. Oh. Hey, how about that? Eh? Yeah. So dentist uh, who, slash insult who, comic. Yeah. Who, who are you? Ask me a question. I've, I, you know ask me a question. Would you like to ask me a question?
0: <laughs> yeah, how was
1: your day? <laughs> it was fine because of your fucking mother. Oh, yeah, that's very good. I like this. I like this, man. I, I fucked your mother. Oh, okay, yeah, she needs it. She does. Yeah, uh-huh. I have not fucked her in very long. Okay, come on. Well, hey, listen. Me Where Rus- are you from? I, I'm from? I'm from Russia. My mom is in the audience right now. Oh, hello. How, how, how are you being? So you are You're Dentist to the Stars. Who are some of your other clients?
0: Uh, I do work on, um, you know, a guy from uh, this movie, uh, uh, Saving Captain Phillips. Uh-huh. You did that guy cool yeah i did, I did that guy to the captain uh, I am the captain now he did that guy um, right uh I also do uh dentist for uh, I'm French now by by the way <laughs> uh-huh. uh i just, I change
1: nationalities. that's one thing about me well, uh, I sort of think that's the case with all dentists I've ever met
0: Yes, what is the thing about the, the teeth. Uh, they just, uh, they, they contain multitudes, uh-huh. um, and because language comes actually from the teeth, you know, it's from the vocal cords, like some doctors, if you talk to a, a bio-doctor, uh-huh. as they
1: call themselves, no, not for me, uh, it Is uh, from the teeth, arriba. <laughs> okay, let's get you off stage as soon as possible. Uh, are there any other pop filter shows that we do besides movie of the year? Oh, bienvenidos,
0: uh, absolutely, uh, here comes the kaiser mm-hmm. Hi, uh, that's one of our more <laughs> popular shows oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, hello superhero hour hour is a show that goes and it's good and superheroes we have uh, red son he's best superhero
1: uh-huh. also we have ocd a place of your american orange county uh-huh. it's good show you like it what do you think have you been to orange county
0: uh, no, I, d- I do
1: not come to America. I've never been to America in my entire life. I got bad news for you, bud. <laughs> oh, what's that? You are standing in it right now. Oh, that's, <laughs> all right. Well, I've got a lot of questions to answer. I will be, uh, I'll probably be dead by the time I get home. All right, see you later. All right, thank you so much. Here to tell us about, um, our social media is, uh, Fart Jennifer, who... Uh, is the number one guy who goes into two star restaurants and uh, makes uh, balloons for kids, and then also does Ben Affleck impressions. <laughs> Fart. How are you doing?
2: I'm doing well. How are you doing, Rob? I'm doing
1: so good. Are you uh, is, are you doing an impression right now? Oh
2: did, you, no. oh, did you? No, this is my real voice. I didn't realize I was on. I thought I was just coming to hang out. Okay, with you so guys. what I
1: would like is I want you to make a balloon animal for me. That is in the sure. shape of the entire story of Goodwill Hunting, while doing a Ben Affleck impression.
2: Oh, what you want the Goodwill Hunting Ben Affleck era? I can do all the different eras. Yeah, what well, era I guess we'll do want. the
1: Ben Affleck era.
2: That's it. Oh, okay. Whoa.
1: And then the impression, please. While you tell us about social media.
2: <laughs> I don't
1: normally do them both at
2: once. So okay. So here I'll put, try to do. Put the, the balloon balloons again, down. And then. <clears throat> Here's what you gotta know, right? All you gotta do is you go to your pop filter. What? What? You don't remember that classic Ben Affleck from Boston? This is how he sounds. This is Goodwill Hunting, baby. At your pop filter on Twitter and Instagram.
1: Uh, thank you so much.
2: Look, I'm feeling attacked. I came here just to hang out and make my balloon animals, and this got sprung on me. I don't, I've been working on like later Affleck, and he threw that at me. i done it. Uh, well. Thank you so
1: much, Fart Jennifer. Uh, and here, finally, to tell us about uh, how you can contact us is uh, Robin, Robin, and Crobin, uh, a gang of hooligans who go and steal... French bread from people's grocery bags, so there's not French bread sticking out.
0: <laughs> we do, and we do it every day. It's me, Robin. There's no day off for you guys. Not you. Crime, crime oh, no. never takes a day off when there's crusty French breads to be stolen and placed beneath our armpits. Yeah, you can't take a day off. That's the gig yeah, economy. These guys talk way different than I do. I'm just
1: like a normal guy.
0: Not all three people will speak exactly oh, the same. Why should
1: you yeah. assume they would do that? So, bro- No friends so, do that. I listen to a podcast, but So, Robin, I'm going to assume yeah. that you're the leader of these two chuckleheads. Leader of Yeah, the I'd say that. Yeah, that's me. What yeah. do you do with all the French bread? Oh, we eat it. Oh, you steal it? For your home. Yeah, French bread's good. Is there a French officer who has been chasing you his R- entire life? He just of- calls it bread. He does, right. For
0: him, it's just bread. <laughs> yeah, this dude, uh, his name's Clouseau. Uh-huh. Uh, he's a real piece of shit. I, listen, we we pull his pants down a lot. We take his belt. Uh, we tie his shoelaces together. Sometimes uh, we'll suck his dick. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> my favorite thing. Joke's on you, Clouseau. That is my favorite thing to do. Sometimes I'll just, like, walk up to him while he's, like, giving out a traffic stop. He's like, uh-oh. <laughs> uh, 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 and here we go. <laughs> Another classic prank from Robin.
1: My favorite kind of prank is when the person you're pranking just sits there and groans while you're doing the <laughs> entire prank. Because <laughs> they
0: can't believe
1: it.
2: Yeah. That's every prank. Watch Jackass and Bam James It's so parents.
1: owned. Have you guys ever thought about, instead of taking it, just hitting it down so it comes out of the bottom of the bag instead of the top of the bag? Would Why that would... be okay?
2: No, that could ruin the consistency of the bread. And, yeah, and also, good. I mean, they've got
1: other groceries in there. We don't want to fuck up their other groceries. Could
0: you imagine? My God, no, never. We
1: wouldn't do that not our style uh robin can you tell us about ways to contact us please
0: yeah you can use a uh, electronic mail it's like a uh, regular mail but uh, with electricity uh you, you send them one of those to contact your pop it's just a normal email address you just send it right there nothing weird about it and then uh if you want something weird call a robot associate at 1562 dr dj pop 1562 dr dj pop he's a little guy He's a robot who uh, He's I'd- doing his best. He's doing his best. I've never given him a blowjob, just wanna put that right out there. Oh. None of us have. He's not a sex he's not a sexual that- being. not a sexual that- being, that guy. Well, one of his hands is a penis.
2: The list of people Yeah and and this is yeah. a French bread.
0: As we as as was foretold. Listen, we've all gone to town on the French bread hand. Absolutely, But yeah. that's different. It's not sexual. Yeah, he he is the foretold one. He comes and he he brings his French bread and his penis, and he will bring about the end times. That's everyone knows. All right, then now we can go. That's oh, thank sh- you. That's the show. Usually, I
1: kick you guys off, but uh, we do, have nowhere to go. Do you, you, you want to talk about? Gotta get else?
0: that bread, right, guys? Is there, is there anything else you want to no. bring up? Oh, because that's yeah, what we're that into. We're right. going to go get that bread. All right, rising Walk, 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 right? walk, walk, walk. Bye, Greg. Oh. Whoa, whoa, hey. Wow, man. The like, studio is really full of people today. There's a, a big bug man and somebody who has a different accent every couple seconds. <laughs> Three dudes that don't have the same accent, which I thought was weird. <laughs> Very suspicious. <laughs> Are they even friends? It's hard to tell. Well... That is the end of the movie portion of Movie of the Year. When we come back, not next week. Next week is Genre Blast. But the week after that, we are going to begin the process of actually choosing 97's Movie of the Year. Are we up to that, you guys? Do we have what it takes? I I feel like I I am,
1: but... Personally, I do not. I mean, it's weird. Uh, I'm wearing eight belts right now. Yeah. And they're all leather. Greg, maybe next time. Your
0: pants are going nowhere. Right? Those pants are cinched.
1: I'm a lot like Men in Black in that, like, oh, Ryan's belts all over me. You know what I mean?
2: Uh, No, I don't.
1: I'm wearing a lot of belts.
2: Uh,
0: Next week, we are doing Genre Blast. But until then, America, do me a favor, would you? And keep watching this movie.